Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The first four hours were simply in a moose bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Show you the one on dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. I've seen that meme like a thousand times. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies. Lima, you seen this meme? Uh, let's see. Remember when Mahomes played Darlene on Roseanne? He looks like Darlene. Huh. I mean, they do. There is a striking resemblance. I never, uh, never had that one. Okay. I had not seen that meme. I believe that is an in-your-face, Ken. You've never seen that meme? No. I thought you really liked memes. And I even in those pictures and, and from that meme, I don't know how much they look alike. That's that, a pretty good resemblance. That's that that one doesn't jump off to me like a lot of the ones do. Normally. You haven't celebrated Valentine's Day a whole bunch in your career. No. This is a big day for you today. Not really. It would have been had we have still been just the two of us. I think the baby has changed everything. You got no. You got to end that. Well, that's what yeah, that's what a lot of people say. No more baby stuff. But done. Still, no matter what happens, we got to put the baby to bed 6, 6:30, 7 o'clock. Like it's not going to our day is still going to revolve around the baby. I just hate small children. Yeah, most so people much. do, don't they? No, there's people who just, they love it. They just love babies, and they just want to eat them up. And I'm like, ah, they're such a bear. What do you think that they're is? Such Where bear. does that come from? Because I'll, I'll admit, our first three months, it was worse than anybody had told us it would be. Well, yeah, people lie to you. Yeah. But- I had a dream the other night that Liz had a daughter. And I was the only thing that was good about it was that it was a girl. That was it. I was like, I was just destroyed. I was like, I can't believe I have to go through all this again. Yeah. Like I'm like I'm almost out. Jonah's just about trained. He's almost yeah. About you're ready you're to go. done. Yeah. It's just oh god. What were you gonna say? Well, Sorry. I just I had never researched anything about it because I just thought I never was gonna have kids. It was something I wanted to do, but as you're getting older. You're starting to think, man, I'm 37 and single, I'm 38 and you single. You really never thought you were going to have kids. At that point, no, I thought it was over. I thought it was definitely over. Really? Yeah, I thought, it was, <sighs> I thought I uh, my, my free time was going to be traveling and maybe living somewhere else at some point. I like you I did something in the back of your mind. Um, well, no, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know Sarah. I wasn't going to force the issue with somebody. Yeah, but we, you and I talked about like, a, like what happens if there was an oopsies, you would be yeah. very happy. Oh, yeah, I did say that. Yeah, but it wasn't going to be something. Boy, that sounds that sounds bad. It's almost like, oh, is he trying to do that and not telling Ooh, whoever he's with? That, yeah, that's because I do think that happens. I, I think that absolutely happens. What about if the shoe was on the other foot? If I got pregnant, 
got a real junior situation. You ass. You ass. Mm. No, not you, but, Mm. you know, what if the person you were with was like, oh, yeah, we're fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, they lied to me. You mean if they lied to me? And then what? They have the child or they don't have the child? They have the child. And then I'm just not told for 10 years? You knew you were told. Oh. And she was like, guess what? Okay. You'd be fine? Yeah. Yeah. Just wondering. Oh, at this age. Just wondering. Yes. Just wondering. Yes. I mean, that might be a different discussion if I'm in Parkersburg, West Virginia. Ah. I'm making 18000 a year and I'm 20, I'm 25 years old. Like, yeah, that's that needs to have be a serious conversation. That's interesting. Interesting. Why do you keep tweeting interesting at me? A lot of interesting questions about the mm. Browns. I am always fascinated by how we get these divides within – and it's not just the Browns. It's any team subculture like that would end up driving people insane. Like to have a conversation about Nick Chubb and team building and what's best for team building. Why does anybody get angry at that? I don't know. Like I just, used to. I used to be that way. Like I might think you're stupid or someone might think I'm stupid. I get that every day. That's fine. I've got best friends that think some of my sports opinions or some of my ideas on life are just the dumbest things ever. But we're not mad. We're not truly mad about that. The Twitter is bringing this 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 degree well, of Twitter's anger Twitter's about right. players. I guess I would ask: Haven't you guys learned your lessons to never become close with a player? Oh, I don't. In so. 2023, didn't if if you hadn't learned all the way up until Baker Mayfield ends up getting traded, then you're never going to learn. I guess. Is it Joe Thomas your buddy though? Now, yeah. Okay. When he played, he wasn't? No. He liked the show when he played, though. He did at the end. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like his final year. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess. Yeah, he admitted that he listened to it. Yeah. yeah somebody he just admitted. Tw- somebody just tweeted at me, like, and you wonder why you guys don't get Browns interviews. Ha, 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 Like, they think you're idiots. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably the case. I would think all athletes would think most Broadcasters who are talking the about studio them. last month. Yeah, I didn't bother. I didn't bother going back and forth. But what? I, no, I imagine now I'm bothered by it. Now I want to jump in your mentions and go, "Hey, we had the coaching studio last month." But I imagine most players would not want to sit there listening to radio show hosts who didn't play in the NFL talk about what they did or didn't do correctly in the NFL. I imagine that's the case for anybody. I imagine if a political, if a congressman is listening to some. Lifetime broadcaster talking about the job they do in Congress. I imagine they're probably like, what is this idiot talking about? Has this person ever actually had to negotiate components of a, of a deal and a no. hearing like, you know, in our subgroups? Like I would imagine they would think it's always pretty stupid. I, they have. When people tell us about radio show segments. They don't have those. <laughs> How do you think we feel? Yeah, they don't have those types of conversations. There are more players than you think that do drive around listening, and some are really good at understanding the entertainment value. Mm-hmm. Some know, oh, I, they're doing a radio show. They, 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 they've got people outraged over a certain topic or whatever because I've talked to these players, and the players, they, they, they think it's all fun and games until they get ripped, and then they, they say, well, where'd you come up with that? Why'd you say that? Now, I'm not in locker rooms anymore like I used to be, but I used to have guys in locker rooms pull me aside. Most of them... By the way, very, very in, in a genuine moment, very professional. Just want to know why I said what I said. 
Where why they come up with that? And I think that's the best tr- the best interaction really? you can have. Really, that's a very nice thing. It's a very but nice it's been a while. I'm not in the locker room, and really nobody's in the locker rooms anymore. So the problem with that is when guys are not in the locker rooms, and you're not seeing them, it kind of puts this wall up where the media is the media, the players are the players. There's no relationships. Like the old timers in this town yeah. will tell you time and time again about the relationships they had with the players back in the 80s, the late 80s, early 90s. And so because of that, they weren't just these people, these shock jocks with opinions. Well, I, I think your opinions are reasonable even if people don't like them. I don't think you just make things up to, to upset people. I don't think you do that, right? No. <laughs> I don't. I believe me. I have enough wild thoughts of my own. I don't need to make anything up. Yeah, there you to go. get me through the day. I think that's a nice thing. See, you had me looking through my phone because then I wanted to be like, "Who says you don't get Bronze interviews? They come into the studio." Yeah, but I don't have any. Good... We just had. We had the Hall I'm... of Fame. We were the first radio interview the Hall of Famer came on with. I'm also aged out. I'm aged out. Like, why would 25 year olds want to hang? I'm 41. Oh. Uh, I wouldn't. I'm not gonna have relationships with these players the way that like it. It's it's got to be interesting. Like Adam well, Schefter. Yeah. Adam Schefter has relationships with these guys. Maybe more so their <laughs> their agents and their marketers. Well, he but he has them. relationships with these players. Like that's just not really gonna be part of the deal now. I think he has relationships with their agents, like you said. And then because he has relationships with their agents, he has mm-hmm. relationships with them. I bet she has some of them texting him. Yeah, but again, he can help them. So he can help get their message out. I told you, I my my theory of Adam Schefter, I got a weird thing about Adam Schefter. I, so I had this theory about Adam Schefter a few years ago, and I got like a text from Chops. And he's like, yeah, you better not share that. You're going to get in trouble. I'm like, what are you talking about? Because I said, I said, listen, Adam Schefter is, Adam Schefter is PR. And I go, I have no problem with Adam Schefter being PR, by the way. That sounds like a terrible thing. But I go, these teams, they give Adam Schefter something, he shares it, people respond, and they can tailor their response to the response based on how the response goes. So that's I, – I, I didn't think that was a big deal. I, I will never, they run things up the yeah, flag, Paul. I will never forget that I was trying to be as courteous as I could about a story that I knew about the Browns. It was a story I knew. It was a story that was hard because I was – I never told you this. I was not talking about it on the radio because I felt like it was privileged information. Interesting. Uh, I was told to kind of walk that line, toe that line, and I had it. I knew that I might have been one of the only people outside of the building to have it. And my whole goal was, if I'm going to break this story, I cannot do it at the expense and confidence of the individual that gave it to me. So I told that individual, like, I'm going to try to confirm this outside of you. And I said, if I can do that, can I break the story? And they said, yes. And they trusted me because I could have just lied and said, oh, I confirmed it. Because I knew the story was true. Mm-hmm. And, but I didn't lie. I actually went out of my way through other sources and started, you don't want to ever tell people exactly what you know. Yeah. Um, but I made a mistake. I made a rookie mistake. It was like eight years ago. I made a rookie mistake. And I ran it by somebody I ran it by a multitude of people, also maybe a mistake, but I ran it by somebody with the Browns. And the minute I ran that story by the Browns, Adam Schefter with the big bomb. Whoa! So what really? happened you never was told me this. what happened was 
once the Browns realized that I was about to break the story, they knew we can't hold this anymore. So we have to now use our How people to break it. This? It's like eight years ago. I bet I know what it was. I'm not going to guess on the podcast. Yeah. But I bet I but know what it was. But do you see how that works? Yeah. So I was doing my best to independently confirm a report so that even though I knew it was true, and I was thinking, uh, do I put it out on Twitter? This will improve my profile. This will make me more credible. I'm like, you know what? Not cool to do to that person who shared that privy information. So I'm going to go out of my way to confirm it a different way. And then what do I know? What do I know? It wasn't just Schefter either. It was Rappaport two seconds later. So who I was dealing with within the Browns immediately were like, oh, God, he's going to break the story. Schefter here. Rappaport here. Why don't they just let you break the story? I will always wonder that. Well, I guess it's because they don't think I can help was them. Was it a person, place, or thing? It's more of a story. It's more of a story about things going on with a person. Well, do you think it's... They want it. If somebody's going to break it, yeah. at least it's this guy that's nationally respected and not some local talk show yeah. host. I think I know what it was. Yeah, but you're you're seeing more and more of that anyway. Or really, the local. And this is why fans are like local. I think I know what it was? Local media. These guys don't know anything about the teams. It's like, well, that's true, and then that's also not true, because we hear a lot of things. We don't just run. All over the place, giving that information up because yeah. that's not—it's not really what we're in it for. I mean, what in the end, what we're here to do is to talk about the games and to have fun. But dude, I get rumors. Hey, Kenny, you get especially when I was out. When I was out and about, I mean, bartenders know more than anybody. Oh man, Bar- got it all. Bartenders, bartenders see the players out, and they talk to other people who see the players out. I was getting so much. In- Manzel was the one. I was like, Anthony. God, I hated you for that. I had people telling me uh, that that would know, like, the Manziel stuff is so much worse than your. It's like, Anthony, you're being fair. You could bury Manziel with what he's doing right now. And yet I was getting killed for it every day. I had to listen to Browns. I was killing you for it. I had to listen every to day. Browns fans defend Manziel against stuff that I knew that they didn't know. And why would they know? Why would some 40, 50-year-old in Parma who's excited about Johnny Manziel... Who's why never would, going out. Yeah. Who doesn't go out and who yeah. has to just hear me talk about it. Why would they trust me? Right. So do you think... So at some point you became an entertainer more than a journalist, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and you weren't of, always... You didn't always take this job that way, though, right? Right. There was a point where journalism was more important to you than... Or being a news... Yeah. Being a source of news was more yeah, important to you care. than just I don't entertaining. Care. And, and what, part of it is at this stage of my career, am I going to go from this right. stage of my career to a big newsbreaker? Yes. I, I don't. I don't really have interest in it. I don't have interest in in just being obsessed with my phone more than I already am. You know, I've asked people that before. Would you trade? Okay, you know, Adam Schefter. I don't know. Throw out a number. Reckless speculation. Is he making fifteen million a year? Ten million a year, five million a year. What's he making? I don't know. A lot I have of no money. idea. Whole lot of money. Okay. Well, you're just saying off of his yeah. ESPN contract, yeah, right? Yeah. Not what we would presume is happening uh, no, elsewhere. Yeah, it probably makes a lot of money. Okay. So, would you trade your life with his right now? And I don't mean don't get into the 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 whole 
thing about, well, you need to see a therapist if you trade with anybody's life. Well, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking no. about money, fame, to, to be doing but, all the cool things. But you're also on a leash. But at you're on all a leash. Times, like he's on vacation. Times. He's on his phone the entire vacation. If he's at uh, a buddy is getting a tribute. Well, and you're, we, well, and you're like, speaking. Remember, and you're speaking at, at the function, and you're there for that buddy because that buddy's being recognized, and that's the biggest day of his. And then you get a phone call. You got to run out of there. We were talking. You about have that, to run remember out of there when and Horse, go break the story. Windhorse downloaded the update right before the draft or something, and his phone wasn't working. Do you remember that story? Yes. Like that probably ate at him. Like I don't have that problem. I don't have to worry about things like that. Yeah, and I know people would say, "Well, you're getting compensated for it." Sure, we all understand that. There, that's one of the few jobs, though. You're being tethered to your phone twenty four seven, like a bad Black Mirror episode. They could right. probably do an episode right on now, how much that would do to your mental health. We are tethered to our phones more than most people, right? More than I don't a even normal know that anymore. Job. Every job seems well, to be twenty four seven. That's, yes, that's working in a factory or something like that. But I use it as an ex- excuse and an escape most of the time when my wife's like. Or are you not paying attention at dinner? I'm like, oh, babe, something's going on right now. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta be on Twitter. But it's more of a yeah. Sometimes you choose the phone entertainment over yeah. your family entertainment. Yeah, of course. That's understandable. I put the phone away when I get home we, now. We do usually, which is good. Tuesday, which is Thursday, what you probably so should I gotta, do. Like, put it away. We have a dinner rule, like no phones at the table for dinner. Those type. That's got to be a rule, right? You kind of got to. There's do that. been be hard, yeah. There's been a couple exceptions to that, but yeah, for the most part. Yeah, it's 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 uh it it can be a little bit difficult just because you know you start looking at but, it and then you start reading it, you start thinking about things you're reading about and then you're not paying attention. Right. Things like that. Like, but then if you're Schefter, you can't have those days. If Schefter, I don't know if he has a daughter or not, but let's say he had a daughter. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. And it was her wedding day. He'd have to make her schedule the wedding in a dead period. She would not be allowed to have the wedding during free agency. You can't have a... I'm uh, just explaining that has to be the wedding. Have a, yeah. You can't have a fall wedding. Or a fall wedding, for sure. A lot of sure. people like the fall weddings. For sure. Speaking of weddings... um. I had to turn down a couple, and I finally, I said I'm done. I'm proud of you. I said I'm done. I uh, well, it, it it took a lot of this. It hurt me to set, send them something about it because I said, listen, I I just think I I just don't have a lot of luck. Mm. Um, so you're out of the game. One something tragic happened, and then the other thing is I I have one 
I have a successful marriage, and then I have another marriage that would have been successful had something not tragic happened, and the rest have ended in divorce. And the, in the one situation I told you, I I got the uh, I got the person I married the person, then I got the the guy his divorce lawyer, who Lima set me up with. Same day. Yeah, That's he does weird. divorces. He can do divorces. I like, but he's technically he's my lawyer now. Mm-hmm. I got three. I have three lawyers. I have Tom Merriman and two other lawyers. Congratulations. I know. I got a lot of lawyers. Well, every radio guy should have multiple lawyers. Definitely. How many lawyers do you have? You got to have like what? You got to you probably have like four or five. Why? Why me? Because you're you're a flamethrower. No, you have lawyers. Every radio guy should have multiple lawyers. I think every person should have lawyers. Well, there you go. But either way. So you I just. jailhouse lawyers. And now. I don't, I can't, I can't give the type of time I want to. And so I got this message, and it was a very nice message, and I, and I just I fretted over it. I don't even use that term a lot, but I, I really I, I waffled back and forth. I'm like, ah, I'm just going to do it. I'm like, yeah, you can't dedicate the time to it that you want to. And I just decided I can't. I can't because it's just it, – I tell you, man, it weighs on your conscience. It when just weighs. When these things don't work out? Yeah. So – are you're you part gonna, of those memories. Are you going to stop using that as one of your? You don't use it often, but you you have in the past used. I'm an I'm a minister. Oh yeah, I'll still so use you it. got you can't use it anymore. Oh, I'll stay you ordained. Can't advertise that. I, I will get reordained again. You can't advertise it. I don't I don't really advertise it anyway, except when I'm in arguments with you. I had to pay another fee to get my credentials updated <laughs> to do a last minute wedding last I let year. My, I let mine run out. Mine run, ran out too. And I thought that would make a convenient it had, excuse. And it it had to get expedited, and the family really needed me. And they're like, oh, really? you can do it um, because for us. Not not that we don't have a connection or whatever. You, you hope that it's someone that you connect with. But for us, it's nothing. It's not stressful to get in front of people. Yeah. Right? But for a lot of people, it is. Yeah. It is. It's just not what they do. They they stress out over having to make presentations. They They, they suffer in agony over having to speak in front of anybody. That's why people ask. Because mm-hmm. they know well, we can just do it. Gosh, that's true. And I'll, I do it for free. I've never been paid. Yeah, I've never, I've never been paid. I know I get paid in drinks and food. That's true. <laughs> you know how much people get paid? I I got I know a guy who does it, and he gets paid to do it. He gets paid like $450. What? Yeah. That's who yeah. we actually, when we, we eloped to Key West, it was a husband-wife couple. He did the pictures. She did the ceremony. We bought a package. Oh, that's funny. How much was the package? It was eight hundred bucks or something. Jesus H Christ. That is very key west they, too. I love but that. But it was great because we flew in well, we flew to Fort, Fort Fort Lauderdale and uh, drove? drove down. But then, you know, the things that you don't realize the first time, like don't ever fly don't ever fly to Fort Lauderdale and drive down. It's a it's a great drive, but just save the money and don't pay for the rental car. Just walk around Key West. It's only three miles. Uh mm-hmm. but we didn't that day they came and picked us up from the hotel. We did the reveal pictures and all that. They took us to the beach where we were married. And then afterwards they drove us to the restaurant where we were having dinner at afterwards. And then we walked back to the hotel after that. But so that was kind of in it all. And in the drive, the weirdness of the take the pictures, we're going to go get married. Now we'd already been living together at this point anyway, but like go get married. So the small talk stuff of, and they're filling us in on, we've got five more days on the island. Here's what you need to do in the next five days. Here's where to get the discount here. That was kind of worth all the money. That's cool. Do you, have a, have, a spot, local... do you have a spot on the island where you like, 
nudged a rock a certain way. So next there, time you come down, you get to see it again. We oh, have, that's cool. We have a bum named Vinny. <laughs> we have a bum named Vinny. Vinny's an awesome man. He was there the day of our wedding, and uh, he and Wasn't he just there lives. A story. He lives on the beach. You there see him every a, time you go. No, yep. Owen, there, somewhere. Does he remember you? No. There's a connection though where but Owen many... and somebody else ran into the same guy named Vinny. Yeah, somebody yeah. called in. Yeah. Who? Somebody that called into the yeah, show. Yeah, the same. This has happened. Yeah, there was. But the there same are, guy named there Vinny are mo- there. people that go. Our neighbor, the one that I'm not very fond of now, but her oh, and her okay. her husband who had passed away, they were big Key West people. They knew Vinny. That's so funny. Yeah, that's how. It was. But He's... Vinny just happened to be 150 feet from us when we were married, and. Him and his crew came over and I love that he has celebrated. a crew. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, if there's a place to be if you're homeless. Before you're Key West, not, for hurricane not bad. Yeah, but even if you have a home, hurricane make it, season, you're screwed. You so. make it a week through there and then you're good. Before well the, yeah, I guess so. Before your uh before your wife, when's the last time you given anything for Valentine's Day to anybody? Oh God. Did you just lay low during were, Valentine's Day in the past? Right. It was the perfect time to be single. Because uh, if you were in it for the selfish reasons that I was in it, uh, you were having a great, a great month. Because really? uh, let me explain to you the psychology of a lot of women around. There's Please a reason. Do. There's a reason Valentine's Day is now a thing. I saw it on Instagram over the last week. Somebody said they didn't know a figgy. Uh, who used to work here? Now he works in, in Houston. He's like, I don't know what Valentine's Day is, and My I God, didn't have time to respond. I go, you don't know what Valentine's Day is? The amount, the amount of women, and it's all, it's also funny. We don't need guys. In here. This was always great. We don't need guys. We don't need them. I'm, I'm loving my independence, and I'm not going to rely on some dude. And then they'd have their Valentine's dinner. They'd get dressed up. Then he'd go to the bars, and all of them would go home with guys. It was hilarious. Isn't that the fun of Valentine's Day, though? But that wasn't the expressed thing that they were out trying to accomplish they were like we don't need guys we don't need them in our lives we're great and then that night they'd all be doing the walk of shame in the morning see i look at it as a different you uh, i don't know how you're gonna take this i look at this as a different enterprise than what you do is that not empowering as a woman oh yeah i mean maybe it is but you know, when you're saying you're going to do it one you, way, the the yeah, but uh, yeah, but maybe you don't even understand. Maybe they, as in Valentine's Day, don't necessarily understand until it's like, hey, you know what? You go to a bar. This is the way it goes. And the next day, free and easy, no big deal. Mm. And hey, you know, there, there was I'm a time all for it, Kenny. I've been all for that my entire life. There, there was a time where that was exploded. I mean, they they can enjoy it too. Is what I'm trying to say. So maybe that's part of the Valentine's Day that, that the gals don't really realize. I, you know, I, I'm just I'm just I'm just spitballing here. I'm just wondering. I mean, that can be that can be something that that is taken into effect, right? Listen, you're talking to somebody who celebrated uh, the ability to go do that and make your own decisions and not be holding, not be committal to anything. And I certainly needed the other sex to operate the exact same way, or else it wouldn't have worked. When was my shenanigans wouldn't have worked for all those years? Let's see. I didn't. I don't know. I'm just never. I, in terms of holidays, I've never been a big Valentine's Day fan. There's a lot of pressure. Um, well, and now I'm thinking about it because it's, yeah. it's it's sweetest day, and then it's got to be Mother's Day, and yeah. now I've got to be a part of Father's Day, and it's just these are days I never well, ever ever had to care about yeah, for so long. Well, I think this. Father's Day is much more important to guys who have daughters. 
I kind of sit out. Father's really? Day. I told you I don't celebrate Father's Day. Is this true? I think it's much. I think it's a much bigger you, deal for you. Fathers never get of, the Father's Day birthday. You're a week apart from that, right? Yeah, and I don't from, care about my birthday. Like honestly, I get, yeah, I get the Father's. Care. I get my birthday on Father's Day every once in a while, and it's it's like yeah, I kind of pass through day. Yeah, this is a big holiday conversation now. Forget the ratings thing. We'll talk the ratings thing tomorrow. Like, I like Halloween. I've always liked Halloween. It's a fun holiday. Thanksgiving's a good holiday. Okay, it's, it's just people getting together eating football, right? Christmas, I Christmas has made a comeback with me because of my children. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Before awesome. I'm just like, man, this is a major league pain in the ass. Uh, now it's it's made a major comeback with me. Easter has always been low. It's just never been. I've always worked. My, yeah, my mother. My mother. <laughs> I tell you never what. Never a big deal for me. Mom, for all her, for all her ups and downs, always was really good at an Easter basket for me. It was always East, great. Easter's made a comeback for us only because that's when we take our spring break trip to Fort Walton. No, well, there you go. So, okay, so you got that yeah. going for you. So I well, at least you have that. I have nothing. Right. That's so, it though. And we don't really make them. We don't. The Easter Bunny comes, and we don't really make them. The Easter Bunny doesn't make them run after their, their gifts or their their baskets, if you will. But all the other holidays, like, man, I have put in, and I don't like explaining it now because I don't want, you know, I don't want Liz to hear it and then you know remember like, oh, he did used to put it. I used to put it in a lot of work for Valentine's Day. I used to work my ass off. For Valentine's Day. Like, all that stuff. All that stuff. And it always ended badly. Liz is the only one it never ended badly with. Not yet, anyway. Knock mm-hmm. on wood. So, Valentine's Day has always been this weird... I don't know. It's it, There's something psychological in it to me. I, I, I can't really... It's hard to explain. And it's worked with Liz. I, I, I've been with Liz for a long time. And with Liz, the first Valentine's Day worked really hard. And then after that, <laughs> I told you, we've been, we, you know, we got engaged very quickly. We got married very quickly. In ter- it, I mean, almost as quick as you guys did, but you guys mm. were a different spot than we were then. Yeah. We got engaged and married very quickly. So, and when we got married, again, we had nothing. So ever since then, there hasn't been a need for all this other stuff with Valentine's Day because it's all been. But I think the problem that I hear for a lot of people that go through all this uh, with with over the top Valentine's Day is the one upsmanship in your own relationship. I mean, my God, how do you go from if you're on a scale of one to 100, if you're at a 90, what are yeah. you doing the next year? What are you doing the next year? Right. It, it Does it have to build on itself? Same thing for her birthday anniversaries. I mean, my God, I think that's the tough part of all of this is making sure that you do something really cool and thoughtful, but that you don't feel the need you have to overdo it the next year. Yeah. It has to be creative and thoughtful in a different way the next year. Yeah. It's, it's very difficult to, to describe these things and, and what goes in. And then I, I just don't like, there's, there's obvious, there's an energy for it. And I think there's important times for it, but then I, 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 you working in radio, I think, has made me very cynical hmm. about things. Where I don't want to be cliche. Like, what what's a, what's a Valentine's Day card? Every a hole guy gets a Valentine's Day card. What's what's the difference in my mm. Valentine's Day card for everybody else? Okay, I celebrate Valentine's Day. Why don't I get her anything in the middle of June? Just because I was thinking about her. 
you know, that type of thing. So that, that kind of, that gets to you after a while. And then there's, again, there's the kids and the kids will just, that's why, that's why when they say like marriage, you have to work at it. You do because the kids will just bog everything down. And you notice with you and me, every conversation that we have personally you, you start talking about your daughter because she's consuming your life right now. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you notice this. Yeah. She consumes your life, and it's going to be that way for a while. Eventually, when she starts to go to – when she goes to, like, daycare, kindergarten, or uh, preschool, stuff like that, it'll start to change a little bit. That's mm-hmm. But the, the way with everybody, it's like it's this new thing. It's a new adventure every day. So I could, I pick up on you bringing her up every day. So Sorry about that. No, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine to do it. I, I, I don't I've care actually, about it. I, and the funny thing is – I actually think about that all the time. Am I bombarding everybody with too no, much? No, no. I we don't start, think it changes the, when she goes to daycare, though. The only thing... Or ventriloquist school. You said what? I don't think it changes when she starts to do venture out on... And I get, oh, I disagree. You're, you're in such a young... You know, you're in the infancy of her life. But I think until she becomes independent from you, there's always going to be reasons to... To talk about her. Well, there will be reasons, but not all the time. Like anytime we mention Sarah, he'll he brings up his daughter. Yeah. And and now we're talking about you're like you're not even here. Oh, that's and funny. there was a time where anytime you mentioned Liz, he I brought up Axel. Guy. And then times just change and I yeah. think times will change. What I'm looking forward to the most, and this is selfish, is her going to daycare or her going to, to uh preschool and then her her getting you sick. Because it's just, I'm just sick every. Year, I know all winter long. I know you I've are. I've had this. I've had this GD cough for six weeks, eight weeks. I, I've lost count. I'm on. I'm on every steroid known to man. I'm on an inhaled steroid. I'm on Mucinex. I went out. I'm, I bought guys. I bought sixty dollars worth of Mucinex the other day. And I'm, I'm just in the pounding same spot myself right now. with drugs. And I know what mine's from. It, I sat in that damn wrestling room with all those little kids. Yeah. And this weekend we had a big a district tournament, like three of them. Saturday night, mom texting, "Hey, uh, he's not gonna make it. He's not doing well." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." And then of course, Sunday night during the Super Bowl, I'm like, "Oh, there it is. There's my turn." All my sons, at some point, they all have woken us up in the middle of the night over the last three weeks, coughing, just hacking, and then they've given it to us. And then it's like we it's like a game of hockey. You just pass the puck back and forth. And I know it's annoying to you because I keep having to turn off the mic and, and that type of thing. And I'm waiting for the day where it's happening to you. Because it's happened to Owen and it's going on with me. And Andy down the hallway, he chuckles because his kids are older now, so his kids like wash your hands. Well, I'm gonna remember Take this. Showers. I better not get yelled uh by transmitting certain things. I better not get yelled the way I did with COVID. That was different. That was selfish, you bastard. Oh, sorry. We should have left that off. <laughs> Damn it. I'm sorry. Well, we're we... the same way with syphilis. Not letting that in like that. I'm sorry. I'm Come trying. On. I didn't realize. I wasn't paying attention. Well, now we got to keep, keep the conversation going. I apologize. I know. I, I got to go. All right. Goodbye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.